welcome everyone to a very special edition of Spark the Genius, the podcast. I am Spark the Genius, the host, and I'm here to spark the genius within you. We are coming to you, well, I was going to say live, um, but you're not watching this live, but we are alive outside, is what I'm trying to say, in Byward Market in the heart of Ottawa on some beautiful uh, chairs. If you're watching this on a, your favorite video channel, then you can see that we're sitting on beautiful chairs. And if you're listening to it, you can probably hear all the noise of the Byward Market. People walking by, people pulling suitcases. There's some tourists right now pointing at the chocolate shop. Um, a little girl with a scooter, lots of stuff going on. And as a special bonus, well, first of all, it is May 21st, 2022, and it's the afternoon, and I am sitting here uh, with a special guest, Letty Wong. Here, let's tilt it a bit towards you there. I, I brought a little tripod today, but not my good one. I thought, oh, I'll just bring the small one, but I forgot how weak it is, and it's always falling over. But I've got it hooked up to uh, a clipboard on another chair here, and we should be okay. And uh, you, you can just say hi quickly. Hey. Okay, you. that's enough. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I will tell you more about Letty. Um, but uh, these days, well, first of all, I should say my real name um, because I'm Josh Rackless and I am currently running for, uh, as an independent candidate in the Ottawa Centre riding in the provincial election that's on now until June 2nd, 2022. So hopefully uh, I am uh, getting this uploaded in time because I'm still backlogged on seven episodes going back to February. But hopefully I'll get it up in time, and then you can go vote for me, please. And I'll also probably run in the municipal election, maybe for mayor. We'll have to see. Maybe Letty has some thoughts on it. And um, this episode is brought to you by Vivo Lightly Sparkling Mineral Water, uh, just because they just handed us um, a can while we were sitting here. And we also had a couple of cans uh, from their, their uh, portable thing earlier, and we didn't have the heart to tell them that we already had some, so we took them again and also it'll be delicious. So they're not technically sponsoring us, but they're hydrating us during this. And whoa, it's getting really windy. People's hats are blowing off. So we'll try to survive this. Um, and this is also brought to you by my Facebook group, Spark the Genius Podcast listeners. Look that up, join the group, and I will provide exclusive behind the scenes content and I will answer your questions on how to uh, get rich and famous and healthy and happy like all the things I am. And perhaps we will hear some tips today from Letty. Uh, so Letty, you are, I met you at a university alumni networking group. Yeah. And I thought you seemed very interesting. And I said we should chat on my podcast. Do you want to, what's your elevator pitch? What do you want to tell us about yourself? You're, you're, you live in Toronto, but you're visiting Ottawa just for the weekend. Yeah, uh, you know, I wanted to start traveling more ever since, you know, there's remote work, even though I'm here on a long weekend, but that's kind of started uh, getting me thinking, you know, where do I want to be? And I started planning some trips. I love planning. Um, and I've been thinking about, well, where can I get to? And if I'm doing a solo travel yep. and I was looking up the destinations on Via and I took the Via today. I actually took business class for fun just to Ooh, see via train. You know, what would it be like to have more, you know, uh, feet space and um, uh, like get to sit by yourself instead of beside a stranger and it was, it was really nice I took the train at like six in the morning yes uh, I took about four hours and got to the train station yeah. staying at a lovely uh, hotel a Swiss hotel it's a boutique one I mm. found um, I like those you know like instead of the mainstream hotels or Airbnb yeah super cute and it's yes. close by the Byward market and um, Josh and I had lunch earlier at the Grand Pizza area Nice Shout patio. out to the Grand, yeah. Mm -hmm. They have if they have special happy hours for their pizzas, 
uh, we were at prime time, so we didn't get that. But also, I'm on the keto diet now, so I just I got a lettuce wrapped burger and a salad, and you got a delicious pizza and yeah. a sangria. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say that that is a good life tip to take the business class because um, I had a girlfriend years ago, and I was going to visit her in her small town and of uh, Chatham, and she was like, "Hey, we're gonna I guess." I think she was going to come visit me in Toronto and then we were going to go visit her family for Christmas and she's like, why don't we take the, the business class and it'll be so nice, we'll, you know, it'll be snowing outside and I was like, I don't know, that's an extra 50 bucks or whatever it was. I'm like, it seems like a waste of money and she's like, oh, okay. So we didn't do it and now I'm just thinking like, that would have been nice. Like, why not treat yourself? Like, life is short. Like, that I, you know, I'm not dating her anymore due to my own stupidity and uh, that was like a magical little time. So. I'm glad you treated yourself to that, and it is pretty special. When I flew to Israel a few years ago, um, I decided, you know what, I want to be able to sleep on the plane, so I got business class, and it was so sweet, you know, you just lie there, and, and they bring you all this food, you feel like a god, so if you can afford that kind of thing, do it, I recommend it. Actually, I, and I was sitting in front of a supermodel, uh, she didn't want to talk to me, it turns out, but uh, it made me think, it made me realize, that actually this is why I started the podcast, because when I was on the plane, I saw her behind me, and it turned out to be Bar Raffaelli, like Leonardo DiCaprio's ex-girlfriend. And uh, a friend texted me, he's like, oh, she was just on the Howard Stern Show. And I said, when I get back to Toronto, I need to start my podcast, so the next time I see somebody famous like this, I can say, come on my podcast. And that's what I get to do with Letty today. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Yes. Um, I, I love that we're talking about prioritizing self-care. I think it's super important in 2022. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I, that, that's the thing. Somebody tweeted... Uh, a comedian tweeted yesterday and she said is the world a lot worse now or is this just like a midlife crisis and most people were tweeting uh, a bit of both because uh, it's hard for me like at this stage in my life I, I screwed up I often talk about this how I should have gotten married to any of those girlfriends and built a life with someone um, but I didn't and now I feel very alone so I feel sad about that but also yeah COVID is like a general thing you know so it's hard hard sometimes for people to separate like is this just where I'm at right now or is this is the world sort of in a difficult situation but you're like a young successful active person would you say uh, you know what's the state of the world now or, or or I guess or is it kind of thing like it's like no matter what the situation in the world is you can be happy I don't know well I think the pandemic definitely you know has, has changed a lot of um, things for me and other people like for me and I, I know some of my friends um, can relate it's uh, it's got me reflecting and thinking that I want to. Um, I'm more like being more intentional and thoughtful, mm. and uh, wanting to ha um, have more meaningful experiences. And then I have limited time, so I'm thinking, you know, how much time can I give to, you know, maybe volunteering, and then having, you know, how many friends I can spend time with, uh, family, and then doing things on my own. I think that's a big thing. Sure. Um, I actually really like spending time by myself. Uh, like my hobbies or exploring. Um, I keep some blogs. I have like a, a food blog. Um, I have a plant blog. So wow. uh, I think doing those things take a lot of time and yeah. I like, you know, creating content, but I actually really enjoy it. And it's uh, just the process of kind of dating yourself and um, really enjoying. Oh, dating yourself, like going yeah. on a date, taking yourself to dinner or to Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. some people say dating yourself, like, oh, I'm dating myself now by referencing an old song, so now you know I'm old. But you mean, like, dating yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think the pandemic definitely uh, played a role in it. But even mm -hmm. without the pandemic, I think, you know, um, making more time for yourself and making sure those experiences are 
what you want them to be, yeah. who, who you want them to be with. Yeah. And that person can sometimes just be yourself, you know. Yeah. And, um, but I've also prioritized a lot of family, I guess, during the pandemic. Mm. Uh, I realized how important those connections were to me because I couldn't see my elderly grandparents, so FaceTime became more of a thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I enjoyed being able to connect uh, when I can't have dinner with them because they're really old and I don't want to get them sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, you're lucky to still have grandparents, but I, you know, I discovered during the, the pandemic I had um, yeah, everything sort of shut down and one of my relatives got sick and then uh, she was in uh, in the hospital and and you couldn't visit like when, when the lockdowns were happening you could only have like one or two visitors a day uh or maybe i don't know maybe four or something but people were on the list to visit and then you feel kind of disconnected that way and another relative was that baby is just going crazy <laughs> um another relative was like a, in a senior's home and and they had lockdowns too so yeah it's 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 interesting how you realize, and even just in general, I was so, I felt so separated from everyone. Like I would do singles events like on Zoom, like for New Year's parties, or I was taking stand-up classes on Zoom. But I hope, I hope I filmed enough videos vlogging about it so that I can go back and remember, because it's almost hard to remember what it was like, like two years ago, like when everything's shutting down and nobody's going outside. Like in a way it was cozy, but I think it would have been more cozy if I had a family and kids and everything. It's like, hey, we're all staying inside and we're watching Tiger King or whatever we're doing. Like, it didn't feel cozy on my own. It just felt like, you know, I had sold my condo in 2019. I was going to be a digital nomad and travel the world because I wanted to just stay in hotels. And I thought that would be a way to, to feel less lonely. And it's not. Uh, it's not the same as when you're 20 years old and backpacking through Europe and you just meet people in hostels and you're like, hey, let's all go party together. Like when you're a grown up, nobody's talking to you in the best Western uh, lobby. Um, and so, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't everything I'd hoped. And then the pandemic started and it's like, ah, locked down. Um, so and that's what I'm struggling with as well. I went to a conference about podcasts a couple of years ago and now I'm like, do I go to one again next week? But I'm running in the election. So trying to decide like which I'm trying to balance as well how much of it is like what I'm trying to learn like do I need information about podcasts is that why I'm going I don't think so necessarily like I know I need to do my podcast that would be the key like actually upload the episodes I don't need somebody else explaining how to monetize something that I don't do um, but partly it would be to make friends and it's like hey I like seeing people and staying in the hotel and everything um, but I also want to do that in Ottawa during the pen or the uh, the the election so I'm struggling with all that but anyways yeah so it's it makes me feel good to hear that even somebody as cool as you has to you know deal with those issues and figure out how best to uh, to do things but I like I like your theory about um, doing things on your own because a lot of times people think oh yeah I can't go out to dinner I can't go to a movie I can't travel if I don't have somebody to do it with um, but why not and and I've I've made a lot of friends just sitting at a coffee shop I remember when I was in Florida and the pandemic was hitting after the conference last year I was just sitting in a uh, Starbucks trying to find a hotel and some woman started talking to me and she knew everybody at the podcast thing so we were talking about that and so yeah you never you never know even as a grown-up you can meet other grown-ups or whatever uh, and yeah and so I don't know there's so many things to touch on here um, when you say blog do you mean like an actual blog or like an Instagram um, pics. I know you have like a foodie Instagram and uh, uh, you were saying you have a plant Instagram. Yeah, I made a travel one too, but that one's just 
more for fun for now. I don't oh, have a lot of followers. Right. Well, I did have a um, blog, like a website, and I bought a do- name with my domain, okay. with yeah. my name on it. Yeah. But um, that one, I you know struggled to keep up with, so I did that for a year. That was yeah. when the pandemic first started. Yeah. I started that when I was doing a PR strategy certificate at U of T, and that was for a project. Mm. But I decided to continue it. I thought I could practice, you know, my writing skills. Um, being creative, uh, I liked it, ha- having that outlet. But I was talking about like, um, you know, cool spots in the city, uh, like of Toronto, and maybe some of my own professional development. Yeah. So I thought, and I even, you know, wrote a piece about um, how to nail virtual interviews. So I thought it could bring value. Mm. But um, you know, I did it for a year, and then I wanted to do something else. Uh, so I started um, cooking a lot. So I was one of those people baking bread at home. Oh, sourdough bread. <laughs> yes, yeah. I was. I did some cooking classes at Italy and the Depreneur oh. um, in Toronto right before the pandemic hit. So um, I had all this content. You know, wanted to um, have a community. So I. I built it. At first, my followers were my friends, and then I started having other home cooks follow me. And then, you know, really? uh, some of my followers, like I have Foodism Toronto uh, following me. So, like, that's pretty cool. Is this inst- like how is this Instagram or how it do is. people follow you? It's okay, Instagram. so this wasn't. Oh, but you also had your domain blog. Yes. But so like a like a WordPress or. Uh, I, I made it on Wix. I really should okay. have used Squarespace, but I have a domain. Okay. Um, it's wongletty.com, but it's like I haven't been posting since 2021. Right, but right. It's, the stuff is still there. Yeah, yeah. And were, were you able to see the readers, like your, uh, like stats on that? The analytics. Yeah. It even shows me like you know where the person in the city is kind of located. So wow. like I'll see people from other cities, other countries, and like I, that was pretty interesting. I, I hope they're not bots or anything, but I mean yeah. they seem consistent. Yeah, no, that sounds, I don't I mean, would bots be reading blogs about uh, food? Sorry, we don't have any change. Uh, and it's true, we don't, who carries change anymore? Everything's digital. Yeah. Um, but maybe we should start having change. I'm just going to have a refreshing Vivo here, uh, brought to you by Vivo. Mm. Oh, this is actually good. But I just remembered, I'm on the keto diet. I shouldn't be drinking this. There's cider in it. Ah. All right. Well, I'll just have. Well, maybe we'll, one we'll can. We'll walk it off after. We'll walk it off. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. Okay. So you find that most of like you wouldn't interact with people from the from the Wix. It would be more like uh, Instagram would be your community. Yeah, I find that even though you can leave comments on um, like blogs, I didn't really get comments. But I would mm. have people reading it, and there'd be lots of page views, so I know. Like, okay. They're well, not that's, all bots, that's interesting. But, yeah. No, it's uh, like because I still get views on my old blogger or something that I started like before Facebook and everything. I haven't posted on that kind of thing. It's it's hard to know. It's like you were, you were just saying. It's like, you know, we do have limited time. What do you focus on? Do you just focus on Instagram? But on the other hand, if you do your own blog, you own that. Like Instagram can disable you. That they, they, They're making money from your ads. You can't really do... And you don't own it, basically. Right. Like It could be something where you promote something else. I guess that's a good way to use it. But I wouldn't go all in on one platform. Like as you found with people who did vine and then vine went under and it's like oh i just did nothing but vine you know and they and hopefully at least you've got some kind of newsletter or something because if you disappear from one of those things how do they find you right like at least if you've got a newsletter or mailing list you can say hey now i'm over here on this or something um so that's that's all interesting um yeah all right so you've got your plants instagram and your foodie instagram and your travel it's okay and so, I mean, that's something I was asking you about earlier, about the importance of having a niche, right? Like, because people, if, they're like, if they like plants or traveling or food, they're finding you that way. If you just had one 
Letty Wong Instagram where you're just like, oh, here's my plant, here's my food, here's my travels, it might be harder for you to be discovered and people wouldn't know what to, what to do with it, right? Well, I mean, you could, um, you know, mix things up. Like, there are people who, like, they'll do home cooking with, you know, some restaurant posts. There'll be home mm. cooking with a fitness aspect. It depends what kind. You can mix it up. Yeah. But then for me, I like to have different communities and segment it. Yeah. Um, and I just like to, I use Instagram kind of like Pinterest almost. It's like I, you know, go on my plant one to look at plant stores and um, have some saved you know, plant oh, okay, wish okay. list. So it's, it was, uh, and then I have a particular focused plant community. And um, so then if I don't want to see plant stuff, I want to see something for travel, for inspiration, then I can go on the travel one instead of having everything all at once, like the algorithms for that, um, you know, was better too. So, but then there are people who will put everything in one, but I mean, some of those people might be like a celebrity or well-known. I, I like the segmentation and yeah. um, like, People aren't seeing content they don't want to see. Maybe someone who's looking at plants don't really want to be seeing a lot of food. Mm -hmm. So um, I liked it that way. It was interesting. Like the names I used were, like my my plant ones called Letty Grows Plants, and then the, I like that. the <laughs> cooking ones Letty Makes Food. So they're all kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. You've got the funny. theme. That's smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I just started Spark the Genius underscore Ottawa dot Foodie and Spark the Genius underscore Keto yesterday, and then. Yeah, and I've got Spark the Genius, so I don't know, I haven't really, this is only like this week I decided let me try to start segmenting things. I'm, I'm already finding it difficult to, I'm like, okay, I just posted my keto pancakes on keto, I guess that could fit in the foodie, but should it also be on my main page, and which ones did I just post it on? So I'm already going crazy. But do you, okay, so let me ask you this, like, um, when you post like a plant post, do you only post it on the plant thing, or do you like you know, invite your main page as a collaborator, or do you just be like, you know what, not not only my plant people are, will get my plant content, and then uh, maybe that makes more sense, like, like actually segment it, don't have one page with everything. No, I, I, I do segment it, so yeah. like plant content only goes on the plant, but okay. if it was, you know, if I was, if it was a plant in terms of something you can eat, like, here's my vegetable garden, right, I right. can... That I won't post it in two places, but yeah. I can actually reshare it. So I can go on my food one and then oh. reshare that to my stories. So that way uh, okay. you're not duplicating content, but you're also driving traffic there. And it's just, you know, right, people see right, you're doing other right. things. And Okay, that makes sense. Um, so yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, so you would just say, hey, share it in your story. Hey, check out my new plant post at my plant page or whatever. Not that you can't, you know, um, post it in two places. You, you just want to diversify it. So yeah. like there's value, like even just for social media, you don't want to have the same content in all the platforms. You want to have yeah. each one have a purpose so that people, you know, won't feel like there's too much noise and tune out. They'll, they'll yeah. feel like everything's different. That makes sense because yeah. people are following because they like plants. And like I keep reading about the algorithms and it says, yeah, you really need to tell the algorithm what you're doing so it says oh you like plants I'll show you the other plant people and the plant people will see this but if you're like oh here's plants and keto pancakes it's like I don't know what to do with this so yeah so might as well help it out and and again like as much as I like to post everything in one place kind of like a diary like I just want a record of everything I do might not be the best way to use it like maybe have your own diary I was actually telling my sister about this and she's like here well that's a problem why don't you solve that by making an app that's like a diary so you can post everything and write your stuff but it's not necessarily like an Instagram so maybe I should make a personal diary app but I guess anybody could I don't know how you would do that I guess you could write captions on your photos on your phone so that you have because what I like about the captions is that you remember what happened at that time it's not just a photo of us eating lunch like who was that like a lot of people I can't remember they were and when I was in the university in the old days when we had 
printed photos, my girlfriend at the time would write on the back this whole thing. This is when, you know, here's Josh with all his girls. He was going on a date and we were all wishing him well. Like, it's nice to have that, that write-up on it. Um, because I never yeah. would have remembered what day that was it or whatever. Difficult. And that's kind of the original Instagram caption. Uh, yeah. So these are all good things. Okay, I'm going to start being segmented. It's tough though, like with keto, I'm like, is that... And then like Ottawa Foodie, what if I decide to leave the city and post about food? I feel like Ottawa Foodie's too... But it's all an experiment, I guess. James Altucher, I listen to his podcast a lot. He's always talking about just try it. Just experiment, see what happens if you wind up not liking it just do something else in the future like as much as I get obsessed with oh I need to have a picture of everything I do and you know people are busy with their own lives they don't need an actual photo of every single thing I've done like it, it you know it uh, that's kind of talking to myself it has to be in the right orders like just throw some stuff out there and even I was watching this um, do you know Naz Daily on Facebook this guy I think he's from he's Palestinian but he makes like one minute videos um, every day on Facebook and he's like super huge now and he made a little video yesterday introducing that guy I forget his name Lammy or something you know the Nigerian who lives in Italy that has like 200 million followers on TikTok now he only started like two years ago he started making little TikToks where he'd do like a, uh, a little reaction to something without any words and he just blew up and I guess what that tells me is like as much as you might want to write a diary and have photos of everything you do you know, like the old days, you make a blog and here I am, whatever. Like the algorithms now, they want to see reels. Facebook and Instagram are trying to compete with TikTok. And, and people like this short content and they scroll through. Like you're not going to discover viral photos. It's not going to be like, oh, wow, this photo you took of a burger. But, but reels are big. So why don't you pivot and adapt and say, okay, that's what I'm making. I'm making reels. Because even that on Facebook, I see that's how I get discovered. If you put a reel up, then you can see people like found the reel and they follow you that way. Otherwise, you're not being discovered. Um, right. So yeah, so that's why even today at lunch, I made a quick little reel of, here's the, uh, you know, here's here here's the patio we're eating at because I thought you know I could post a photo, but again, it's not gonna do much for me. Um, and then I just made a reel of the the girl with her Vivo podcast brought to you by Vivo, and then I made a little reel of you getting your uh, bracelet over there just to to see. But I'll have to decide where these things are going, right? Because like where, I guess the the restaurant would go. I mean, my Ottawa foodie Instagram, and maybe I shouldn't put it on my regular Instagram, like my main one, because that's not what, if people want to listen to a self-help podcast, they don't need a quick review of the restaurant patio, right? Uh, so I should try segmenting it, see if that works. Um, but my other thought, TikTok. Okay, do I need segmented TikToks? It just seems like a lot of work. Like, you know, maybe, I don't know, would I, should I have an Ottawa foodie TikTok and a keto TikTok and, all that TikTok, or maybe, I feel like TikTok's more, I don't know. Do I just pick one thing? Like, you know what, my TikTok is gonna be my life coaching tips and funny reactions to life coaches and that kind of thing and just do that? Or would, would you segment TikTok as well? I mean, I guess I could. I guess I could, if I'm doing the same thing, I could make an Ottawa foodie TikTok. I don't know. I'm just already exhausted thinking about it all. I do have a TikTok, but it's like, it's, uh, I haven't figured out the algorithms for there yet. Like, a reel I've posted on Instagram can get a lot of traction, but if I post it on TikTok, maybe I just don't know the right hashtags mm. or, or what to write there, or the yeah. music. Because um, it's different. It's Reels and um, TikToks are not the same, even though they're similar. Um, I think, though, video content is on the rise. It does better in general. Yeah. Even I find at work when I'm posting a video on our social channels versus maybe like a 
graphic. Yeah. People do like videos, um, short ones, consumable. Yeah. Uh, I do think, um, you know, before you post something or make an Instagram, you, you need to, like for me, when I decided to make these uh, separate blogs, I thought about it for a while first. And I also even had a content calendar. I kind of, you know, thought what should go where. You don't have to post everything live. It's great, you know, to post something quick. Yep. But like sometimes it's okay to wait a little bit as long as it's, it's still appropriate. And then um, that way you can write the copy for it. You can kind of think about how it should be. And, um, and so that's part of being thoughtful. And when yeah. you say blogs, you are you talking about your blogs or your Instagram? Instagram blogs. I, I call consider them blogs because I'm not an influencer. It's not my intention. Hmm. I'm not looking for sponsors. Although I did have like two, uh, you know, brands reach out to me. You know, uh, yeah, look at you. which was interesting. And I'm like, oh, I'm just doing this for like I was. Do I did it, but like I was like, that's interesting. I was just doing this for fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, what's great about social media is doing something for fun can become a business and people like that's the thing just because you're doing it for fun it's still an audience you know face instagram's making money from placing ads around your stuff like and and influencers want to want to be seen or i mean c companies want to be seen by your audience so you are you know you are a business i mean a lot of people yeah they, they literally just post about uh you know this is what i ate for lunch this is my family whatever like they don't care at all like it's more just a personal diary i was watching a video by um Sean Cannell? No, Nick Nimmons. I think it was Nick Nimmons the other day. He's like a big YouTuber, gives advice on YouTubing, and he was saying, yeah, like segmenting on YouTube, it's important because they want, they, the algorithm wants to know what, like, is the, what is this channel? Like, you know, oh, you like keto? Okay, here's the other keto channel. Like, it'll, and then if people are viewing and, and it'll know that this is liked by people and so it'll keep showing it to people. Um, and he says, yeah, like, if it's literally just you posting a few random things for fun, you don't need to, to worry about this kind of thing. But if you at all want it to be a business or grow or build an audience, then, then you do think about the segmentations. So that's good. I like how you call it blog, though. It makes it more sound like, yeah, it's, I mean, it is, why isn't it a blog? I mean, it's like you're writing captions, you're posting photos. And I find it easier to post on Instagram than, you know, to make a WordPress or a, a Wix. Like, then I got to log in and, like, I don't know, I just wonder how many people are going to see that kind of stuff. I and mean, I guess they do. I mean, like if you Google things, your blog will come up. It just seems harder to, now I've got to go write a whole blog post about the restaurant I just ate at. I guess what it comes down to too, is like, yeah, it's like you were saying, it's time. Like I could, you know, if I want to spend a billion years, I could write a blog, I could do an Instagram, I could do a TikTok on everything about eating at that pizza place. But maybe it makes sense to pick one or two or whatever your passions are and, and try to blow it up rather than not doing anything because it's hard to balance 5,000 things. But uh, I do follow this girl, Jen Glantz, who's on the James Altucher show a lot, and she just likes doing different things. And James says, no, that's good. Like, you never know what's going to hit. Just you've got passions for your podcast and for your, your blog and for your YouTube and all and your, all your different interests about odd jobs or uh, what else does she write about? She's uh, bridesmaids for hire. Like, she's got different things, different newsletters, and it's, it's okay to do the different stuff. Like, it's... When, when people say, no, you just have to do one thing, that's not true, and they don't really understand. Like, I remember I was talking to a life coach. I went to like an in-person life coach. Uh, he was giving a little presentation, pitching his classes, and, uh, and I went up, and he was on, like writing on the whiteboard, like, what do you like doing? I'm like, oh, I like doing comedy and screenwriting this and that. Yeah, but what's your top thing? I'm like, I guess I'd want to be a radio show. Then focus on the radio. You've got to become a radio host. Everything's towards that. And, you know, maybe he was right, because if you do go for something and say, this is what I'm doing, and you spend all your time on that, then you might achieve it. Like, I feel like if you 
because in my life I've only gone sort of halfway on things. I'll take improv classes for two years, but then never do it again. Or I'll win a screenwriting award, but then never do anything with it. Um, so, so I don't know. So right now I keep thinking, well, maybe the podcast is the thing. Because as much as I've wanted to do radio all my life, and I have hosted talk radio before, uh, it's hard to break in later in life. But also, I mean, podcasts are the big thing, right? Like Joe Rogan is like one of the most listened to people in the world. He doesn't have a radio show. He has a podcast. And, and this, this is my podcast. Like I don't need somebody else's permission to broadcast this or put it on YouTube or put it on Spotify. Like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be out there in the world. And every now and then I look at my analytics and I'm like, oh, somebody in Sweden listened or Iceland. And you're like, that's so cool. Like somebody out there tuned in and listened to this. And, uh, and again, I should probably niche the podcast because... Like, even if I'm in the mood for, okay, I want to listen to a political podcast, I'll go through those. If I feel like an inspirational, motivational podcast, I'll listen to those. Like it's, and it's the same way that Apple recommends. Oh, if you like James Altucher, you might like Tony Robbins. Or if you like Ben Shapiro, you might like Matt Walsh. Like, it would be hard if your thing is just, this is random discussions I have with everybody I talk to. So, do, I mean, do you ever listen to podcasts? Uh, I, a little bit. Um... I've listened to some for work. Yeah. Um, I've also, oh, you hear like mm. the cracking of on Yeah, air. so if this starts raining, we might have to um, regroup, but I've got my umbrella here. So, okay. although I don't know if it'll cover everything, okay. but we'll see. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, you know, I mean, that's the thing too with podcasts, they don't have to be, I mean, they can be any length you want. It could be like a half hour podcast and then uh, you sort of do another, an hour next time or five minutes the next time. It can be anything really. Uh, but did you even say what you do for work? Because you are, uh, you know, you're credentialed with your schooling and your work to be talking about social media, right? Yeah. Well, I actually started a new role back in March. Um, I'm a marketing manager uh, at a nonprofit called the CIO Association of Canada. Mm. Uh, it's a professional development organization for IT executives just in Canada, so it's not a, you know, global thing. Um, and also, I manage sponsorships, so that's okay, hold on. exciting. It is actually starting to rain here. So here, hold my umbrella for a second. Okay. I'm just going to move this closer so that... Uh, oh, now it's really starting to pour. Um, let's see here. Let me just make sure we're not getting soaked here. Uh, wow. All right, so uh, what do you think? Should we... We could sign off, and then I could edit together later, or we could go into that doorway and keep talking. Uh, I feel like this umbrella isn't big enough right uh, now. To, what do you think? I think we, we left it in a good place. All right, we, we left it in a good place. It's, it's half an hour. We learned to segment. And uh, yeah, well, thanks for coming on, Letty. We will follow you. I'll put all your Instagram information in the descriptions. And uh, everybody, please join my Facebook group, Spark the Genius Facebook or podcast followers. And uh, yeah, if we survive this rainstorm, we'll be back for another episode. Bye, everyone.